welcome back to another episode of the Scouts and Dollars podcast with H&M. Hello. Uh, how's it going, Miss Miss M? You know, we are moving through and we're at the end of March. March, yeah. Yeah. Busy week this week. And um, um, lots of um, deadlines, 31st. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can say that part. Yeah. It's a hot deadline. <laughs> yeah. The but 30th and the 31st. Yes, mm-hmm. so um, that's the end of this week. Mm-hmm. If you are listening, as you should be, hopefully you've gotten those things in so we mm-hmm. won't be rushing. And it's not just for our current seniors. You know, freshmen, sophomores, juniors, There's parents taking notes. Take notes that March 30th, March 31st is hot deadlines for not only for scholarships, but yes. for colleges for certain things, you know. Yeah, and some programs well. mm-hmm. and programming that's mm-hmm. going to be coming up this summer camps correct uh we talked a little bit about camps mm-hmm. i saw your post people had questions about how to sign <laughs> up for a ccw closed it's, <laughs> it's, it's posted closed. it when it first opened and um we did talked about it last summer take notes take notes yeah. and <laughs> listen if you are new to the show which we got new listeners we appreciate it mm-hmm. um you know go back and listen to old shows it's right. not really dated we talk about things that have dates Mm-hmm. But um, the process is still the same. Um, starts in now. Yes. <laughs> no yeah. Wherever you are, someone um, messaged me the other day. It must have been Wednesday or Thursday, and they said, "When should I get started?" I mean, just start now. I right mean, now. How how much do you not want to pay for school? Correct. You know, and so it's not yeah. a a thing where it's. Uh, we're trying to rush you or get, you know, it's not like premature. It's just, you know, you need to do it. Just go ahead and get started. Start doing the research. Start thinking about where you want to go to school. Right. Um, it doesn't mean you're doing applications, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of work and legwork beforehand, you know, that can help you get started. And, um, you know, Ms. M, you can tell a little bit about opportunities that, you know, your daughter, you have mm-hmm. one, what, ninth grade? Eighth ninth. Grade? Ninth. Mm-hmm. So what is she doing now? Uh, we uh, just finished the application for um, Clementa Pinckney, the leadership camp. And I'm tell you, you know, she, she want she wants to go, but then she didn't want to go. And the bargaining chip was we're bringing a friend, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, someone she went to uh, elementary school with, and now she's in the Avid program with her. So. Um, Mom wasn't aware of the opportunity as well. Uh, Mom has a senior, and now she has a a freshman as well, just, you know, like our household. And so talked to Mom the other day, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. You know, and maybe anything. Yeah, just to start. Just, yeah, just to start. So that's a good start. Um, Different clubs and organizations she's involved on campus. Yes, um, FCCLA. So the thing is, and if you know our family, she doesn't want to do anything that Jordan's doing. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. My my kids are different. She's like my true middle child. But um, so just whatever wasn't on the list that Jordan was doing, that's what she wanted to do. <laughs> and I'm okay. Good. Yeah. So um, FCCLA, she's a part of um, that organization, of course. Well, she's in um, Key Club. Um, Jordan is a part of that. Um, organization, but she's always been a part of Girl Scouts. Yeah. So um, Jordan kind of fell off from Girl Scouts, 
uh, when she became active in other things. But she does. She loves Girl Scouts. Okay. And you get a lot, you know, through Girl Scouts now, a lot of STEM right. um, programs and, and things like that. And I love Clemente Pinckney because they introduced, and 4-H. Right. She, they're a part of 4-H as well. So they introduced them to, you know, different um areas of interest yeah and yesterday um in 4-h they did a um uh interest inventory and it was spot on you know with what she wants to do so um that really opened up her eyes to say okay well i'm on the right track yeah Yeah. and so you know parents if you've never done that with your kids and they're kind of in limbo yeah you know about what they want to do Mm -hmm. are good a lot of times the schools are doing them with um, their career development facilitators mm-hmm. okay. and they're doing something. Mm-hmm. So for parents who are like, well, we didn't have that. I don't know where to mm-hmm. get one from. Sometimes the students have already done it. It may come up in their IGPs True. or whatever um, through SCOIS. Or yes. They've done them at the middle school, I know. Yeah. And then there's not a lot done with that, like through the career mm-hmm. clusters and those things. So, um, you know, if your child was like, oh, that didn't mean anything to me or I was just kind of going through that inventory. Right. And there's a lot more opportunities for that um, out there to do. Um, There's a lot of free interest inventories. Mm -hmm. You can Google interest inventory for teenagers. Um, I mean, I even do those kind of things as school counselors, trying to get different ways for students to kind of think or knowing what questions Mm -hmm. to ask. Sometimes during, you know, meetings with students, because we do have students who say they want to do something. And Mm -hmm. then you say, well, oh, you like to be outside. And they're like, no. No. Right. Yeah, you know that job would be like eighty percent outside, or oh, I, so you like to work in groups? No, you know I'm like, well, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times, a lot of you know work is done through uh, advertising and those things. Those are team mm-hmm. opportunities. You know, you're working for with a group of people in a lot of cases, and you know sometimes engineers are working with teams of people to get things done. So there's a lot of different jobs out there and a lot of different opportunities for students. You know, and now with the way that social media and Mm. things are taking off Mm -hmm. again i said this on other episodes there's so many majors that were not majors when i was younger when you know miss m was younger correct correct (laughs) parents i'm telling you there like if you look at it you're like what what kind of job right what is what is electronic media Mm -hmm. or um (laughs) you know what does it mean to have a major in you know deaf education would you only be able to do or minor in deaf education and then audiology and what is that and then what is ot and you're starting to see some occupational therapy at the undergrad level, which, mm-hmm. you know, before you weren't seeing those kind of things. Um, so you didn't know what to major in. And so you were, you know, wanting to be um, like a physical therapist. You know, you were like, well, I know I got to be pre-physical therapy. But now you're seeing more majors that are leaning toward um, preparation for those fields like kinesiology and those mm-hmm. things. So that was not an option when I was younger. You know, when you were pre-med, you were pretty much biology or biochemistry or chemistry, you know, it was very pointed and then you were pre-med. So that limited what you could do afterwards. But now you got some opportunities for public health. Right. Um, there's some community health concentrations. I work with a student who doesn't know what she wanted to do. She knew she didn't want to be a nurse. Well, she tried mm-hmm. nursing. <laughs> she tried nursing, didn't really like that, didn't really like, but you know, is a really good communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed her, like, health communications class or something she had up at Coastal. And she, you know, it's like, I think I'm going to do public health. Public health. That's good. And then in that, in their public health major, you got to have a concentration. And I think in the concentration, it's like community health okay. or 
you know, environmental health or something like that. Right. So there's different things. So keep in mind that you can, just because you pick one doesn't mean it doesn't have concentrations and very specific, you know, specific ideas um, for that. But now, since we're talking to ninth and 10th graders, there's camps. Yes. So if you had a little bit of interest. Yeah. And it helps too with some of the camps that right. a student is, in, you know, we talked about there's an engineering camp right. um, that USC offers. And I'm sure, you know, um, colleges and universities across the country mm-hmm. are offering similar opportunities at their school to to introduce or, um, you know, bring in those students on their campus. Right. So, you know, again, we, uh, you know, going back to from last year, start doing your research, even even if you don't get in this year right. or you can't apply for your um, freshman or sophomore year this year, still communicate with them. Get an email address, you know, build your spreadsheet so you can contact them earlier. Right. You know what's coming up. <laughs> Next year. You know, like we talked about, you right. know, that girl state is in, you know, the junior year. Yeah. Um, I had a parent to reach out about girl state. She didn't know about the girl mm-hmm. state. She didn't have any information and they had already picked the people. Oh, okay. At her school. And, you know, she was frustrated, of course. Yeah. But, you know, those are the things like, you know, what's coming up. So, yeah. and I hated it because the thing about, you know, Organizations like the American Legion mm-hmm. and auxiliary, they don't have, now that these, um, some of these people are so detached from the school, mm-hmm. you know, once upon a time they used to have people, you know, the older ladies used to have people who were in the school. In now, the school system. Now they don't have right. anybody, so they just kind of Word go. of mouth. And <laughs> that's right. That Yeah, and I've, I've found that's usually how it works, in, especially in some of the bigger cities. Right. Um, it's just word of mouth because they don't know who to reach out to. I would automatically think you would reach out to school counselor yeah. or a prince, you know, someone, they re- but they no, they don't do that. Nope. Yeah. And so she missed an opportunity, hopefully. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just told her to keep reach, to reach out to directly to the American Legion at this mm-hmm. point, because once it goes through the school, they have um, application, they have interviews. It's pretty much done. Right. And, um, you know, some schools are more informative about things. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. have something that's very clear, like a newsletter or whatever. Um, but if you know it's coming up, you know, if you make that spreadsheet, a lot of times you're like, okay, I should be looking for girls day in the, you know, spring semester of the junior year. I should be looking for Hobie. Mm -hmm. Um, I should be looking for, um, the CCW workshops. I should be looking for this and that. Um, and don't be surprised. A lot of the stuff, a lot of opportunities you'll get are free or next to free. Next to free. Um, I know that there's lots of colleges now trying to get people on campus. Mm-hmm. I know Coker University is one of them. We have Coker right in our backyard at, and where I am, but um, they're trying to get, trying to have some camps for seventh and eighth graders mm-hmm. and ninth graders. And a lot of times they're very inexpensive, particularly the day camp ones, because they're getting grants and different things and people coming to campus. So look at those. You can Google summer camps at universities that might be in your area that you may not have heard right. about. A lot of times these people don't do a good job of advertising. Uh, AHEC, if you're interested in uh, this um, Allied Health Education and Careers, they have extended their um, camp registration um, for graduating seniors and current college students. Okay. Um, So those who are interested in, like, public health, my goddaughter will participate um, as a rising sophomore in college. Yeah. So Chanel did that program when she graduated from high school, and then they spent the week at MUSC, mm-hmm. 
um, in the hotel adjacent to um, the school, um, they were able to observe um, an operation okay. in the uh, observatory, you know, oh, that booth nice. above and go to audit different classes um, during that week. So um, great opportunity, free. Okay. Um, there are, mul- again, multiple states that offer AHEC. It's called Allied Health Education and Careers. Okay. Yeah. So you heard that that's another opportunity. Yes. It's been extended. Mm-hmm. So look that up mm-hmm. in your state. Um, I know that here in South Carolina we got MUSC, but I definitely want our listeners in South Carolina to take advantage of it because. And to me, to extend the deadline, what does that mean to us? They again, probably don't have enough, don't have enough applicants. applicants. <laughs> And so we've we've seen this more than we'd like to. Right, right. Um, you know, I know that there's one scholarship that they've already emailed back and asked. It's a local scholarship. Mm-hmm. They've already emailed back and asked, you know, if we would extend it or if we, you know, maybe somebody was late turning it in. Mm-hmm. And I want to say the scholarship is way convoluted. Right. <laughs> um, but they, <laughs> people don't ask us before they create the scholarship. Right. But in comparison to right. some of the other scholarships that the students could have chosen at the time, the reality of it mm-hmm. is sometimes it's way I, too many we layers. See that all the time. And when I look at the application, I'll say, my students aren't going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot of twist and turn. Like you, <laughs> it was just too much. Like they have to get uh, one rec- um, scholarship. They had to find a, someone to do the recommendation. The person had to write it. They had to email it to the counselor. Right. Then I had to print it off. I had to sign a certification statement. <laughs> Right. Saying I received I, too much to yeah. just get the recommendation. I mean, and then there was one <laughs> that was 350 words or less mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. 250 words or less mm-hmm. about this, handwrite this. Oh, yeah, no. And then they wanted the, your recommendation letters, of course, to be blind. So then you had to get, wow. you know, you had to get your recommendation letters. You had to get stamped envelopes right. to those people right. or hope that those people would mail it off. Those people have to then mail it off by a certain date. All for thousand dollars, right. and I was—I mean, not—and this is so. Now you hear us talking on both sides of our mouth, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what we do because we're also thinking about how we can help them get scholarships. Right. Mm-hmm. So some are more difficult than others, mm-hmm. but you know, if your child is one that doesn't mind a challenge, mm-hmm. you know, I have one student. I said, "You be the only one to do it." We had a Trailblazer Award. I had one girl mm-hmm. turn it in. It was at a local church. Right. Um, these people kept saying. You know, hey, anybody gonna turn it in? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, we got one. We'll submit it. Right. It has to come from our school. Mm-hmm. It's typically a student of color. They particularly they were looking probably for African American female. Mm-hmm. None of them did it. Well. <laughs> that, well. <laughs> and one of my F- Filipino students did it. Well, okay. And she'll get the award. Okay. And that is just how it goes. Mm-hmm. We follow instructions, make your notes, but they're probably thinking, oh, that's just five hundred dollars. And like we talk about. I tell my students they're looking for scholarships. They're like, oh, well, that's $500. This is going to be, I'm trying to get this. This is Mm -hmm. $40,000. I'm trying to do this. This is. They're going for the big one. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And that little $500 will just go to this young lady. Right. And I think the the ladies write it from, you know, a check straight to the student. I don't know how many. I was just telling them, y'all want to do it. Y'all want to do it. Hey. But that's just an example. Right. Of, um, you know, going through. um, My students have folders. A lot of them have actual Paper folders, not mm-hmm. just Google folders. Because I got one that's trying to manage through a Google folder, mm-hmm. and she really needs to print all that stuff out. Yeah. Because <laughs> she can't get and it. And we're like that. Uh, we have these different color folders for certain things, and 
um, I'll give, you know, Jordan a folder. There's a folder. Get your counselor to sign right. X, Y, and Z in this folder. And so, you know, I have the little tabs on there, sign yeah. here, sign here, sign. And then I'll have another folder um, with um, just that sheet with the essay topic. Right. Okay, Jordan, this is what you need to be working on, you know, right now. So, yeah, we do. We do it's the like we, like we talk about, it's not just by themselves. No. It's a team effort, yeah. It is, because the team mm-hmm. doesn't want to pay for school. No. And I, I try to tell people all the time. this team. <laughs> well, you know, you, I, you know, a lot of stuff we're getting in our books mm-hmm. now, you know, in our inboxes, you know, well, I can't get them doing any scholarships. So, you know, right. I asked the parent, other than making it clear mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. it's not an option for them not to do it, I don't know what else to tell you. Right. Because they can't do it by themselves. Correct. And it usually is now, right? So yeah. now, now they're running around. Right. Now I got students coming in now. Do you have any more scholarships? Yeah. Do you have any more scholarships? Yeah. Where can I, my, my mom told me to get scholarships because they got a bill. Exactly. And they got a financial aid award letter that had no additional aid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They thought they were going to qualify for something they didn't qualify for right. it or they haven't received it yet. And I mean, they're on a mission. Oh. So, now, so now for one scholarship, that's a $1,000 recurring scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to have 45 applications for that particular one. Oh, okay. Just because now everybody's in a panic. Well, and we've missed. We now we've missed all the scholarships that I've had. Hundreds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that I mean everybody's going to do that one. Yeah. Then our school gives one for $500 that all the students try to get, and pretty much every student that applies gets one in the past, but they are going to get that one. Try to mm-hmm. get that one. Um, the easier course, uh, one. The, the easier pr- one. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Fraternities and sororities, you mm-hmm. know, have theirs they out. out. They are. Um, I know that some are more difficult than others, and mm-hmm. some people aren't reading through, right? So, of course, we get, you know, I got one sorority that says the student should be, um, they want it to be an African-American student, mm-hmm. male or female, and the other one doesn't specify. It doesn't, right. There are some that don't. And yeah. so then I... Read the requirements. <laughs> then, of course, I get an email that says, only scholarships you posted are for you know, African-American students. I said, it's just not true. Right. You think, you I think. love when they ask me that question, <laughs> and that I, we will read it together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. where does it say that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. You know, you read one. You found right. one. One might have been the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, that you or read. they see, you know, our post. Like I'll post things, and it may have an African American student. student or Asian student, yeah. Hispanic student. So they, most parents are, they automatically assume. That's the, you know, the group that is, this scholarship is for. No, read the eligibility requirements. Yes. Yes. I have, um, you know, a student who just, you know, if it says need-based, she assumed that she was not. Yes. That's another one. Yeah. She just assumed that, I mean, they couldn't be talking to me because I don't have need. Right. (laughs) But here we are. We got our, I'm sitting there getting ready to go through stuff, and I see. (laughs) Girl, you got the Pell Grant. Yeah. Uh. And she was like, well, yes, ma'am, but we, you know. Right. You what? You missed, now you've missed, I mean, thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know, I don't get it. And I don't, you know, personally, I don't get into their personal no. stuff until the parent has reached out. You know, like, especially Correct. working at the high school. So for our counselors listening, there's a fine line between, you know, helping them out and mm-hmm. then getting really deep into it. So I don't go further than parents want me to go. So Correct. if a parent is trying to mm-hmm. figure out how to do their FAFSA or something like that, I really, we usually refer out for specific FAFSA Mm -hmm. information because that has tax information and those kind of things. But, you know, questions about um, 
unaccompanied youth mm-hmm. or something like that. I can just generally answer. So I yeah. usually don't get involved in right. what their FAFSA is going to say. Correct. I usually don't find out, particularly with my high school students, now students we work more closely with, mm-hmm. until they get an acceptance letter or a, a financial aid award from mm-hmm. the school. Right. So they, they've done nothing. Right. Because they don't have any need. <laughs> now okay. we've missed okay. different opportunities for them to get some scholarships yeah. that were specifically need-based. Mm-hmm. I mean, even wouldn't do, um, you know, was it Coca-Cola or something? Something that has a, a place in mm-hmm. there. It doesn't say you have to have need, but nope. it does say, you know, there's a clause in one of the scholarships we looked at that was like special consideration for students who have right. identified need. Right. I don't think it was Coca-Cola. It was one of them, though. Yeah. And um, we didn't do it. Mm. And but you just never know what is going to come out of that paperwork. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if your parents, and this is what I try to get into. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're doing their paperwork. Right. I don't care. Right. But if we can produce a Pell Grant, absolutely. <laughs> it puts I you. Agree. I mean, I it agree. just puts you in running for some things where your student aid report will mm-hmm. totally say mm-hmm. that you have some need. Now, um, just because you don't get Pell Grant, I mean, growing up, I didn't get it, right. um, and that doesn't mean you won't have some opportunities for scholarships there's right. plenty more yes but it's a lot of times it's very easy to, to identify no matter how much the amount of the pill mm-hmm. um on your student aid report that you have that's your demonstrated need yes so um i know that some scholarships particularly local ones will say you have to have demonstrated need mm-hmm. you could just attach that yeah or you could write that in your Listen, essay i tell people if you can't write that check for that school <laughs> right today <laughs> then you have you need. have a need <laughs> And then, then why do you? And then if you want to, mm-hmm. okay, who right? Wants and to? if you, yeah, who who does? No, <laughs> absolutely mean, not. Yeah, so um, I just think it's important to keep in mind that you are paying for college, and college is a cost, and mm-hmm. it's a, a recurring cost. You know, right. as you're moving into space, you hope it's recurring, um, or that there's some sort of continuation on. So when you're making those decisions, definitely look um, at. School seventy thousand dollars a year. What's Furman mm-hmm. seventy thousand dollars a year? Furman Wofford. Yeah, that's just in South Carolina. That's just South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but you're looking, you know, look at where you're going. Mm-hmm. And we have some kids from our state going to a private school in another state. So mm-hmm. even more. That's right. Money. So just <laughs> keep that in mind as you're yeah. looking. Um, and we're talking about need. We have some young people who will be in need. So we're gonna take a minute to hear from our sponsors. Okay. All right. Well, we're back. Um, make sure that you take down that number if you know somebody who got space in their home and in their heart to share with a young person. Um, the foster care system mm-hmm. is in great need of support. Um, Absolutely. And like I mentioned earlier with the unaccompanied youth, we have some students who are not, you know, deemed foster students. But as you're working mm-hmm. with them, those people who are listening, make sure that you have, um, you know, taken into consideration you know, if they're moving from house to house, mm-hmm. we got people a lot of times in the senior year, especially living with friends. Um, there's some benefits that could come into play with them. Right. Uh-uh. And just ask questions. Uh, don't wait until the last minute. Right. Um, there are a lot of deadlines that are coming up, um, especially for your bigger schools. Right. Um, you know, your um, housing, mm-hmm. deposit, mm-hmm. you know, whatever needs to um, be paid or your enrollment fee, you know, there's some deadlines um, with that information. So don't wait until the last minute. Or, you know, I told someone the other day, you will be living on the sidewalk. because Yeah, and listen, 
Every school admitted <laughs> too many students. Yeah. Just, you know, when I say too many, I mean more than they actually Correct. Correct. expect to attend. And mm-hmm. they really don't know mm-hmm. what the melt, which is just how many students are going to go other places, how many students are going to change their mind, mm-hmm. how many students are going to attend. So now after COVID, um, we got more people returning to back to their typical, mm-hmm. you know, getting out, going to college, or at least experiencing college. I mean, Miss M got them, I got them. We got students who just, I had a boy who told me he just wanted to go and get the experience. Mm. And the debt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said, you know, that's a pretty expensive right. experience. <laughs> I'd rather you, you know, go on and get, because he, he'd mentioned the CDL before. Mm-hmm. So I said, what happened to the CDL? He said, well, mm-hmm. my mom and them think I should go and try to get an ex- get the experience. They don't want me to not to miss that college experience. Yeah. So, you know, as Miss H, mm-hmm. I could hope that he goes and finds something right. he falls in love with and stays. And this is the time that the you know your peers are in your ear. That's right. You get it. Uh, we get you know they started off. They're going. I, I'm going through this now. You know we started off at one school, and then you hear you know, well I heard this about this school. I heard that you know, yeah. and they're impressionable. So. And parents don't get, I mean, get you, it's a, you will get frustrated. Correct. <laughs> because I, I don't have a teenager of my own, so mm-hmm. I get frustrated when I hear about it and they right. get in these groups at lunch and mm-hmm. we're all going to Clemson. Yeah. And then you got the like six down in the corner and like, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing Clemson Bridge. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, didn't you get into seven other places? Right. You know, not saying that you can't go Clemson Bridge because that's fine, but it's just because that's where the group is going, we all mm-hmm. have to go. And, um, you know, percentage-wise, looking at grades that came in from last year, the kids that did the bridge. um, (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, our producer scared me just now. (laughs) Um, But those students who, you know, doing the bridge, they don't have a lot of times the – they don't stay or they go the whole time and they're forcing themselves through and they force themselves to – Go on to the big school, mm-hmm. and that could be Clemson, Carolina, I mean, College of Charleston, all of them have mm-hmm. bridge programs now, and they don't like it. Yeah. So now they have forced themselves through a $30,000 mm-hmm. community college year mm-hmm. into another $30,000 year to decide that they don't want to go right. to either place. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it, it just doesn't make sense. Like I mentioned last time, you know, the girl who did nursing. If you're in those fields with nursing, if you know that you want to be a nurse and you are thinking that you're going to go from the bridge program into that university and then into their mm-hmm. um, bachelor's of science in nursing and get a seat, it's going to be difficult wherever you wherever you mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. because you're you're you are behind right. in the courses that you can take and then in terms of the number of students they admitted. You know, if they admitted one thousand pre-nursing students mm-hmm. into a university. Then they bridged 100. Right. They have 200 seats. Mm-hmm. The chances of you coming from that bridge program into the university, even if you got hundreds at the, at the community college, <laughs> to come in and then go into those larger classrooms and those things at the university to get one of those 200 seats, it's just you rolling the dice. Yeah. And so just keep that in mind. I know nursing is popular right now and it should be, but keep that in mind if you are, you know, if you're debating what you want to do, 
um, you know, with their future because then if that happens and you don't get into a nursing program, you're looking at transferring again if mm-hmm. you really want to be a nurse mm-hmm. um, into some other school and then right. hoping you can find a seat or back to the community college yeah. or whatever the case may be to get your RN and then go get your bachelor's of science in nursing later, yeah. which there's nothing wrong with anyway. Um, and I just share that because I do have students who are like life scholars who could go to a community college. Um, for those of you who are out of state, um, that would be your one of your sta- our state lottery scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, top 30% in the class, right. 3.0, 24 on the ACT, or 22 on the ACT now, um, that are getting bridged. Mm-hmm. And then they can go mm-hmm. to the, uh, the local community college for free, for free and get an RN for free. Right. But they're choosing to go to the bridge program and taking mm-hmm. that, that gamble to get into that school their choice that they think they want to be at and, and they don't get into nursing program. And it's a lot to do with their friends and yes. what they're doing and what they're talking about at lunch or right. before school or after school. Um, and, you know, I keep telling parents you need to have a conversation repeatedly <laughs> because, yeah. you know, we're laying out award letters. Like, this is what they've given you. This is what, you know, these schools have given you. You know, this is what you want to major in. You know, we're just looking at the options like that. And then sometimes you think you got them, and then they go to school, or I don't know, some event will happen, and they'll see something on Instagram. And yeah. See, this is why I said, you know, I shouldn't go to this school, you know. So <laughs> it's a know. lot. It's just. <laughs> they it's know. Just right. But they don't know at all. You know, it's like one of those things where you're just, yeah. you know, they're afraid too now at this point. So now yeah. we're, we're all in at my and I know everybody else says it's time for prom. Mm, So you got the group that's like all into prom. Right. You got the group that's all in trying to get their scholarships because their their parents keep calling. Mm -hmm. And then you have your course your kids have checked out. The senioritis is is real. And contagious. Very, very (laughs) contagious. (laughs) And even your best students experience it. So uh, I want, you know, y'all to keep that in mind too. Mm -hmm. So even if your student is doing well, they got good grades. Mm-hmm. But they start slacking off here yeah, and end. keep checking in with them. Yeah. Don't just assume because this is the last semester and just based on whatever they had first yep. semester, yep. we're good to go because they will check out. Yes, and your GPA can go down. Yeah, I have a student who just doesn't go to third block anymore. Oh, well. see, I said, and I said, hey, mm-hmm. why don't you go to third block? Oh, I gotta go to work. See, yeah. <laughs> called a mom mom mm-hmm. had no idea wow they were leaving third block because why would you have to leave i mean what kind of place are you working at? yeah but listen these jobs and this money and getting ready and those things yeah you know and these are kids that are not bad kids are just making bad decisions because mm-hmm. they aren't you know they are they aren't their brain isn't all the way ready mm-hmm. and it, they're missing deadlines and not just for college but um they're also missing important opportunities that you may be offering at your school, right? Um, interviews, you know, with yes. jobs or preparing for the ASVAB or something Absolutely. like that. Right. I had one that just missed, you know, they missed ASVAB. Mm-hmm. See. So I said, where were you this morning? Right. Woke up late. See. I thought you were going to military. <laughs> right. I am. <laughs> well, okay. okay. <laughs> but you didn't take the ASVAB. Okay. You didn't take the ASVAB and you woke up late. Oh. But, but that's not a bad student. Mm-hmm. I'll just take it later. And there's, you know, mm-hmm. they're still in there then for this senior group that's leaving, you know, this is the group that mm-hmm. we were in. They were in ninth grade and then right. we just went out Yeah. Um, in March. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like so long ago, gosh, when we were like trapped in the house and stuff. 
and it seemed like a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it really has impacted them because I feel like they have had mm-hmm. the hybrid school. They went yep. A day, B day, and then they didn't go on Fridays, and then they got several opportunities to do work yeah, over and over and over again, turn in late. Um, don't turn it in. Right. And schools and colleges, they aren't allowing those excuses anymore. Nope. They, no, that's gone. Yeah. That uh, last group, I mean, yeah. that's gone, but this group really did experience it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just noticing that a lot mm-hmm. with the work that they're turning in late and yeah. things they aren't doing. Um, I just, they got to get out of it. Yeah. we. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, and, and not only just pre- preparing them for college, but the workforce. Absolutely. The mil- you know, they're, not looking for excuses anymore. Yes. But, you know, the workforce is, yeah, <laughs> they need workers. That's probably why they're pulling that girl out third block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because somebody's not coming to work. And she's like, oh, I can work. No, you can't. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So. And, and then it was like, well, I didn't think I needed that class. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily. Right. But because on your it is. schedule. Yeah. Um, you will fail it. Yeah. And that F will. And sometimes I don't think GPA. parents realize that colleges have the right to. Yes, it's conditional admission. <laughs> All of your admission is conditional. Conditional. conditional and it's right. contingent upon you meeting the requirements mm-hmm. of graduation and maintaining the requirements that they had I in place. I think people don't realize that. That no. once they get that acceptance letter, that's like a binding contract. Like, you are going to let me in. Yeah, nope. No. We've, we had, um, you know, we saw like students, you know, when they had the racial tension going on with during George Floyd, mm-hmm. they had some students who... My alma mater decided they weren't going to come to Tennessee. There was a girl who was coming on a cheer scholarship or something, and she posted something racist, and mm-hmm. they were sending her admission. Right. You know, in, right. it's like May or June. Yeah. She can't come. Not only can she not have a scholarship, she can't come here. Right. Um, there's cases like that every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when I was an admissions officer, we had a student when I was working that had gotten into a text and driving situation mm-hmm. and then hit somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he got involuntary manslaughter, wow. and they rescinded the admission. Okay. I think delayed the admission till the next year or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a drinking and driving situation. Wow. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, after prom, rescinded the admission. Wow. We read about them every year. So every year, I'm not making them up. Nope. If you go, <laughs> if you Google them, because it makes it you know difficult. And those kids, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, Mike, that shouldn't happen. But that's why they ask those questions a lot of times on your application. Yeah. They're asking. And even with athletes as well, right? Mm-hmm. They can pull their offer back. Okay. Yes. So, okay. I, um, you know, and those of you in March Madness, and I've been, like, in the zone, and I love it. But, <laughs> you know, if you're watching, you're looking at, and this is quick for the NCAA people who listen to me, um, you know, we're watching people, and it's like, this student transferred from this place, this mm-hmm. person transferred from this place. You're not seeing as many students participating who came directly from high school. Right. So. There is a lot of that happening, mm-hmm. which is why I said back in December, for those of you who are getting these offers and visiting these schools and are like, you know, I think I'll wait and get a bigger offer. <laughs> Look, <laughs> please, <laughs> I mean, watch the games. I'm telling you, it's more shifting around from the transfer portal. It's not like it was even five years ago. Um, you know, you got kids who can make money now. So they're right. looking for, mm-hmm. I mean, the Cavender twins from Miami, University mm-hmm. of Miami, these girls, Twin sisters, they make about a million dollars a year wow. because of their social media. Okay. Hmm. One of them plays in the game. One of them sits on the bench. Okay. But they make TikToks. Right. And they have NIL deals. So things have changed. Mm-hmm. And so now just think, even the one that's on the bench, mm-hmm. they're going to bring her back 
because she's making money, right, right? Not because she's a you know she's contributing to the team. So if you're out there doing the best you can as a high school junior and senior, you don't take this this time for granted. Get out here and work hard. Mm -hmm. Do your AAU. Get your grades up. Mm -hmm. Keep your grades up right. because, like Miss M said, academically they can also rescind that or give somebody else mm -hmm. an opportunity. Um, if you are nasty or if you're fighting during the game. You know, all those different things. Yeah. I mean, and just all this time between now and graduation. Yes. Just, I mean, spring break coming up. It's a up lot of time for you to do weird things. Yeah. Senior week, all that. Yeah. So just please, right. please, please hold it in the road. Oh, yeah, senior week. Yeah. <laughs> hold it in the road. And we want to make sure that we are giving you everything you need. Here is Collins and Scholars and Dollars. Miss M, where can they find you? Um, Instagram and Facebook, uh, Pay Scholarship Academy. Look for the yellow logo. Yes, and you can find me on Future Plans underscore on Instagram. I will be posting some more, mm -hmm. and um, we'll see you next week. Have a great week.